Hi everyone, it is great having you back as we now go into the second portion of we're going to discuss Joseph. And today it's going to be entitled Falsely Accused. And on behalf of Resplendency, I'm Pastor Chris. And I'm Pastor Natalie. God bless you guys. Yes. Last time we discussed favoritism. And this is going to help us come right into what we're going to be discussing today. We're in Genesis 39 today. But on favoritism, as we were discussing this, I said, you know what? I'm going to share with you three verses regarding favoritism. Because we discussed how it is it's a detrimental thing when you're in a group. It really is, like in a family. And just want you guys to hear this. This is Romans chapter 2, verse 11. It simply says this. There is no favoritism with God. So that's just bringing that and home. And that references what we talked about the last time. Last time, which, which is what if you, if you missed it, go, go back, back and hear yes. that. And we really want to encourage you. The next one, it says here in 1 Timothy 5.21, I solemnly charge you, you before God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing out of favoritism. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'll wrap it up with this one here, which is James chapter 2, verse 1. It says, my brothers, do not show favoritism as you hold onto the faith of our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. Do you understand why we were stressing so, so, so much? We now continue. <laughs> <laughs> Please, if you did not watch the first episode about Joseph, go back and watch it. Uh, okay, so because now we're going what happened next after what just happened to Joseph. Okay, so yes. Joseph was thrown into this pit and then he was sold. So verse, uh, we're starting at verse 1 in, in uh, chapter 39 of the book of Genesis now. Meanwhile, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt where an Egyptian named Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard, mm -hmm. bought him. So remember, he was sold. He's the one who bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. Verse 2. This is so vital. I want you to really understand this. Verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man. Serving in the household of his Egyptian master. He just finished being sold. He just finished losing, leaving his family, losing his family because he was sold. That's it. Now this is a whole new life. Yeah. And what does the Bible make clear? And the Lord was with Joseph. So whatever you're going through right now, as you're listening to this, remember, the Lord is with you. Right. The Lord is with you. If someone has falsely accused you, if someone has mistreated you, if someone has lied about you right now, if you're dealing with something that has been so painful in your life, I want you to be reminded today, right now, the Lord is with you. That's right. The Lord is with you. And because the Lord was with Joseph, it says here, he became a successful man. It doesn't say that he did that on his own. It says the Lord was with Joseph. Correct. And he became a successful man, serving in the household of his Egyptian master, which means this was a place of humility. This was a place of humbling for him. Correct. Remember, he just had all these dreams. So this was humility for him. And he was always favored, so he was always highly. He wasn't even the one uh, that would dad, go out yes. and, and, and go and do the hard work 
um, in the fields. He was at home being taught. Yes. And just, just, it's just a whole different atmosphere. He leaves his house one day, and basically, and his dad goes, says, go, go spy on your brothers. And guess what? He doesn't get back home. And then he's sold. And then now he's in this term, term yes. and it's a lot of turmoil, isn't yes. it? Pretty, pretty chaotic situation. And all of a sudden, still, God is with, with him. Joseph. Verse 3, this is so awesome, so mm -hmm. awesome. When his master saw the Lord was with him, so now not only is God telling him and showing him he's with him, how? Yes. Because now even his master, this new man, he's under Potiphar, he recognized the Lord was with him. Yes, he did. The Lord is with you. Be reminded of that today. The Lord is with you. He saw the Lord was with him, and he made him prosper in all he did. His master saw that. Verse 4, Joseph found favor in his sight, and, in, and he became his personal attendant. Yes. So now, he wasn't just a servant anymore. He became this man's right hand. He got a huge promotion. He got a promotion. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Yes. So Potiphar put him in charge of his household. That's what he did as his personal attendant. And he entrusted him with everything he owned. That's right. From that time, he put Joseph in charge mm -hmm. of his ho household and all he owned. And it says, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's household on account of him. <laughs> so because I want you to realize, because the Lord is with you, wherever you go, God's favor is on you, and you're blessed. Now those connected to you, they're blessed. That's what the Bible's saying here. It says the Lord's blessing was on everything he owned, both his house and his field. The owner that this now Joseph served, now he's being blessed in everything. Jo so Potiphar left all that he owned in Joseph's care, mm -hmm. and he did not concern himself, which means he didn't worry about Joseph. He didn't worry about him with anything except the food that he ate. He made sure that Joseph was eating. <laughs> you know, now I pray that each and every one of you in your personal lives, yeah. that you can be entrusted like that, whether it be in ministry, um, schoolwork. At a job, can you mm -hmm. and your boss just simply know? Hey, that person's. I don't even have to check on them. I know they're going to do it, whether I'm looking at them or not. Because and it's because, faithfulness. Because it's faithfulness. Yeah. Because God is the one that's watching. Yes. And we're doing this not for the praise of man. If you are struggling with um, that, you need affirmation. You need um, something just from human beings. That you know everything you want to do. I want to be recognized that I am doing this. Or if I'm going through a tough time, I want a whole lot of pity. It really brings uh, uh, the, the the viewpoint away from God, but on you. And God is saying here in regarding to this how. You know, it, the emphasis is not even Joseph. It's saying that the Lord's blessing was every, on Amen. everything. The Lord was with, with with Joseph. So this here, being Joseph being a, a successful individual, it really is showing that God's favor is not the same kind of favor yeah. that that his father was showing him yes. with his brothers. It's a different kind of favor here. Mm -hmm. He was simply, you know, this is just God's favor on the man's life. Yes. And him being successful, in order for him to be successful, he was literally working and, you know, he used to be, you know, the, the favorite child. And all of a sudden now, he's probably scrubbing floors and cleaning toilets and doing everything. But he did it with an excellence that he was successful. 
can because he was being entrusted in everything mm-hmm. in the house, mm-hmm. and the Lord was with Joseph as he did it. The Lord doesn't bless laziness. No. He doesn't no. bless yeah. lackadaisically. But no. if you're being successful and you're just consistently being, that you're trusted, that you're continuously to do what is right in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. And you know. You'll be rewarded. Uh, yes, but you publicly also. Publicly what you do in secret. Yes, amen. And you also know that Joseph was dealing with what just happened in his life. Oh, yeah. But everything's happening so quickly, so he need to he needed to keep going and what was happening. Um, and you understand that that time spent with his dad, he learned how to honor God. Yes. He really did. Yes. So, because that doesn't just happen. You Correct. see? That Correct. does not just happen. He was raised to honor God. So, um Let's look at what happened now here. It says, Now Joseph was well-built and handsome, and after some time his master's wife cast her eyes on him and said, Sleep with me. Now remember, we're talking also about being falsely accused, so I want you to pay attention here. Mm-hmm. And verse 8, But he refused. Look, he said to his master's wife, With me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in his house. And he has entrusted everything he owns to my care. No one in this house is greater than I am. He has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. So how could I do such a great evil and sin against God? (laughs) I love it. He didn't say against you. He said against God. In other words, his eyes were on God. God. So he concerned his his, his decision-making on God more than trying to look good in front of individuals. He wanted to think of God first. And now that is awesome. Yes. So in verse 10, we read, Although Potiphar's wife spoke to Joseph day after day. He refused to go to bed with her or be with her. So this didn't just happen once. No, it's over This was a continuous. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're being tempted and this temptation is trying to wear you down, which is what's happening here with him, it was trying to wear him down, this temptation. Look, he he was around this very beautiful woman, and I'm sure this was not just a a quick sense of, oh, let me just, no, this was like he was in her presence, she was truly trying to have this time with him, right? And it says here, in Be- verse 11, yeah. Yeah, before you go there, I thought of it just now that the enemy is such a, a, a stinking, dirty liar, okay? There's no other way to put it. That every word he says is a lie, and yes. he will continuously try to wear you down yes. in your current situation. And the Bible does say, resist the devil and he will flee. Yes. And the Bible also says, try to get out. You know, God will always make a way out. In other words, you leave a certain situation if you're if you're like that. But if you're in a situation where you were, you know, this is um, this Joseph. Was he was that was his life. Yeah. He couldn't leave that house. He was a slave to the officer Potiphar in you know in the Egyptian army. And 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 if you think about it. He couldn't leave. So do you find yourself in a situation where you're in a specific class and, oh, man, I can't leave the class. And this is ugly thing that keeps on happening over and over and over and over again. And, you know, and it it just feels like it's just wearing me down. And that's where you have to say, oh, God, 
would you help me? Because it's not a situation where you can just escape and just say, you know what, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Could be that God put you in that situation to build you up to who you are, mm-hmm. to, 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 to just so... Um, Keep your eyes on the Lord. Yes. And when you're weak, he says, I'll make you strong. That's right. Even in a false accusation yes, against you. which is what is about to happen here. One day, however, in verse 11, it says, Joseph went into the house mm-hmm. to attend his work, because that's, that's all he was doing every day, and not a single household servant was inside. Do you think that just happened... No, she probably just told she, him to hit the road. I'm just I don't kidding. think that just happened. But anyway, that was the scenario. She grabbed Joseph, this is part of his wife, by his cloak and said, Sleep with me. But leaving his garment in her hand, he escaped and ran outside. So, although, like Pastor Chris said, although you might feel like you can't leave, you can escape the situation. Correct. Which is what he did. But this is now where it turns into a false accusation because he did not do anything wrong and God knew that. So if you're in a situation where you're being falsely accused or someone is just lying truly about you, you just know like how Joseph knows that God is with him. Let's see what happens here. It says in verse 13, when she saw that he had left his cloak in her in her hand and had run out of the house. She called out to her household servants, look, she said, this Hebrew husband brought to us to make sport of us, like to make fun of us. He came to me so he could sleep with me, but I screamed as loud as I could. And when he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me and he ran out of the house. So part of his wife kept Joseph's garment beside her until his master's Master came home, and then she told him the same story. The Hebrew slave that you brought to us came to make to me to make sport of me. But when I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. And when his master heard the story, his wife told him, saying, This is what your slave did to me. He burned with anger. Now, That sounds very familiar in the sense of when Joseph was given that coat of many colors, right? Now he was wearing a different coat, and that coat was taken to his wife. I mean, taken from the wife to this master. That coat that his father gave him was a coat that his father gave him. It wasn't a coat he put on. That coat he wore caused his brothers to hate him even more. The coat that she took from him caused now a lie to stem and put him now back in another place of a pit. That's a good symbolism of of coat of what you're wearing and what takes place. Because in this situation here, that's not it's not the same coat that he was wearing no. from his father. You know, it, this is another symbolism coat because his brothers when they if you read in verse yes. two, chapter 38, you know, his brother took that coat and falsely took it back to his dad, you know, put some blood on it and said, hey, they, Joseph, you know, Joseph is dead. But the point I'm saying is if mm-hmm. you're wearing the coat was almost now here another place of representation that something was taking place. Yes. And here now this man that he had found favor in his eyes now burned with anger. Because he believed his wife. 
So Joseph's master took him and had him thrown into the prison where the king's prisoners were confined. So wow. now he's thrown in jail, another pit. And while Joseph was there in the prison, verse 21, the Lord, here we go. Verse 21, while Joseph was in prison, the Lord was with him. So if the Lord is with him, that demonstrates the Lord was with him the whole time. Correct. And it says, and extended kindness to him. <laughs> he granted him what? Favor in the eyes of the prison warden who put all those held in the prison under Joseph's authority so that he was responsible for all that he was done there in the jail. That is correct. So in verse 23, the warden did not concern himself. Does that not sound the same as what he was just walking in? The warden did not concern himself with anything under Joseph's authority. Why? Mm -hmm. Because the Lord was with him yeah. and gave him success in whatever he did. Why? Because Joseph kept his heart right in the sight of God. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Proverbs 3, Amen. verses 3 to 4. It says, never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. I'm going to repeat that. Never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favor with high and high regard in the sight of God and man. T faithfulness, that's a hard thing to find nowadays. And how I wish that parents and grandparents and, and all the people would teach people faithfulness. People come one place, whatever, and oh, you know, they just disappear. You don't even see some, something. They just, they're gone. You never hear from them anymore. There is no, hey, I'm going to be, or something. There is no faithfulness. And God is saying, never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck. It means something to God. And that's representation because your eyes are so focused on God and not what a situation that may cause you to react inappropriately. What does God want? And this, I'm sure, you know, what I love is that when he told Pharaoh's, um, I mean, Potiphar's wife says, no, how can I sin against God? I love that. Yes. And now God's favor is with him even while he is falsely Accused. I'm sure some of you may find yourself in and recognize that you have been in a situation or maybe some of you are in that situation. And God is saying, keep your eyes on me even if you are falsely accused like Joseph was. We can't wait to continue this in Jesus' name, what we did on last week and we're going to do next week in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you for all of our viewers and all our listeners, Lord. They just let them, let them enjoy this podcast. Let them enjoy this YouTube video, God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you in the mighty name that you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you, Lord, will touch these wonderful people as they may identify with being falsely accused, but God, keep Keep their hearts and their minds so focused on you and let them want the favor of God. Let them seek you, Lord, that they'll grant that you would grant them favor in your eyes and in the eyes of man. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Join us in our, all of our social media. Download the app, the Respondency app. Say some comments, you know, subscribe, share. Yeah. We want the world to Please. be encouraged and you will be utilized for that purpose, for God's glory. So we want to say 
Thank you for all of you that have been doing, and we encourage you to continue in Jesus' name. I want to thank those of you that follow me at Examine Moments also, and I want to thank you for those that read my blogs. Thank you so much. You know, on our podcast, we have a series mm -hmm. also called Resplendency Life, and I want to thank those of you that are tuning into that as well. You know what? Subscribe to our podcast as well. That's right. It's been a great response with the Resplendency Life. It's a great discussion time. Um, I'm not on it, so I want you guys to really go and be <laughs> blessed in Jesus' name. So ladies and gentlemen, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want you to do this in your life for the glory of God. Stand, Stand out, out and shine. shine. God bless you. God bless you.